0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Fearless Generations
0: with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generation's Twelve Steps to Freedom. We are talking about step six tonight, present moment, and we are wrapping it up. We're doing kind of double duty tonight. We're talking about stop avoiding and integration. So we are going to be talking about both of those things tonight. I am Kelly Fox, one half of the Fearless Generation team, and the other half is my beautiful co host, Terry Fair. How are you doing tonight, mm-hmm. Terry?
2: I'm doing just fine, enjoying my isolation as I'm sheltered in place. Yep. It's been an interesting
0: week from last week to this week on Fearless Generations. A lot has happened in the last seven days, for sure. And I think present moment is a perfect step to be practicing right now because moment to moment things change,
2: right? (laughs) For sure.
0: So, for sure. Yep, every new every new update, every new statistic that is uh, posted, we are constantly getting new information and so we've we've been kind of thrust into the present moment with this current situation. So it's a good time to be talking present moment as well as stop avoiding, right? Uh, a lot of people have had the excuse that I don't have time. And now all we have is time. So let's stop <laughs> avoiding those things that we've been avoiding and get things done. We're excited also to have our guest coach tonight, our favorite guest coach, who is always on the fourth Monday of the month. Can everyone please welcome
1: Trish March.
0: Yay! Yay.
1: Ladies, I'm so
2: glad to be here with
0: you, today. <laughs> We are glad to have you as always. You always bring your unique energy and view to the topic, and we're excited to hear what you have to say about the one we have tonight, present moment. It's
1: going to be exciting. <laughs> yes, I, it I, is, I, isn't I, it? Well, I think you started it off perfectly. Like now is the time to that everybody's living in the present moment. Like everybody who had plans and, you know, had agendas for what was going to be happening over the next few weeks. Um, they're having to you know rearrange and kind of shut those shut those plans down. So that kind of goes into the avoiding you know uh, stop avoiding loss, right? because you're losing the opportunities and plans that you had for all for you know everything you were gonna do over the next few weeks, maybe the next few months, right? So I completely agree mm-hmm. like the are is changing moment to moment, but we're also, As we're pulling back and living in this present moment, you know, plans that people had, and that's kind of where the loss comes in for me, right, is that, you know, all the things that you had planned on doing, you're having to rearrange and rethink and restructure and reimagine how, you know, your life may look over the next few months. So this is a perfect topic, as you were saying, even this whole month, because this didn't just start. I mean, it's been happening in the U.S. since the beginning of March, right? the end of February, really. Mm-hmm. So perfect mm-hmm. timing. Perfect timing. Thought this out well. Or <laughs> was it like? yeah. I love how it always
0: <laughs> seems to do that, too. The the steps oh. that we're covering always seems to fit in with what's going on in our lives. And I think it's just synchronicity, to TV, as Terry likes to say, um, of how these steps play along with our life each month. And yep. uh, to start us off, Chris, why don't you share with our listeners what is present moment to you and how do you access
1: present moment for yourself? Well, I think, you know, up until this time period, I probably had a different perspective of present moment. Um, You know, how I'm using, well, and I guess it falls into play, right? Except that I have a greater opportunity around this time period with we're all sheltering in place and we're all um, having social distancing and, you know, isolation, right? So it's a greater opportunity to, for me to really sit with myself and and figure out who I am and what I what I'm you know here to do and really get focused on on my plan and you know how I how I want to be perceived, how I want to walk in this world, how I want to show up. So it's a great time for me to get in touch with myself and you know and to take a look at the community that I have. And really, look around and see like you know how are my connections like I think this is a great time for people to sit down and really figure out and be creative on on relationships and connections, and you know how they can reestablish some of those because we're in in such a busy world, right where everybody's mm-hmm. on their you know texting and stuff, and you know now, when you don't have people all around you because you're social distancing and isolating um you know, especially for me, I'm living at, I'm at home by myself. It's nice to figure out how to have those connections and how to rebuild that and how to establish that in this type of environment. Uh, so the present moment for me right now is really sitting with myself and just, you know, kind of looking all around me, right, and, you know, deciding, you know, who, how I'm going to show up and how I want my world to be. And it's just a, a really great opportunity to get in touch with myself and with, with the people that are important to life absolutely
0: yeah I used to complain and say about all of my friends don't live in the same town as me and now it doesn't matter because I can't see the people who live in the same town, town as me either Mm-mm. so it's a great opportunity to connect with those people who live on the other side of the United States um, such as Trish right um, It's it's an opportunity to reconnect with all those people, um, you know, without that excuse of oh well we can't go watch a movie together. Though I don't know if you know this, but Netflix has come out with a way that you can watch a movie with other people. Oh, that's cool. Um, Yeah, you can. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, one of my one of my friends. Uh, told me about it. So I really don't know the details. I haven't looked into it, but there's a way to group watch a movie on Netflix. Um, but anyhow, there's, there's people now just reaching out and connecting and being in the present moment in a whole new way. Um, you know, uh, since all gyms have closed, there's, um, you know, Gym, uh, gym people doing um, things on YouTube and Facebook Lives and, and on different mediums to still uh, be able to reach their, their clientele. Um, I have a friend who their hairstylist is sending um, hair dye to all of their um, regulars and then is doing... Um live videos to talk them through doing uh, dyeing their own hair um, <laughs> i I've, I've heard of all different kinds of ways that people are still trying to connect, still trying to be um, of service. Um, I'm involved in a couple different barter groups on Facebook with within my area of people who might need something that you have and you can trade for something that, you need that they might have, Um, you know, so there's all different kinds of ways that people are trying to help each other. And I think that keeps us in the present moment. I think that also helps us to stop avoiding um, possibly Uh, putting ourselves out there in just a different way. Right. Um, I think that social media has become a place where people are more comfortable being seen. And now that we can't actually go out of our house and be seen, actually seen, um, people are are taking it to another level on social media. And I just think that it's really, really interesting. And just the creativity and um, I can't think of the word I want, but, like, initiative. It's not initiative, but, but how people are just going out there and doing it, and they're they're not avoiding, right? Because we're talking about stop avoiding, yep. and so like these are all things that people could have done before, but there wasn't a need before.
1: Yep.
0: So I think it's just um, it's interesting how things are going to be once once this has listed and we actually can be around each other? Will these things continue to be online? Will, these, will people continue to be creative in their connection? Um, will we continue to be in that present moment with ourselves and with each other? Um, will we continue to, to um, you know, just do the things that we have in front of us? Or will time become an excuse again?
1: Well, I think there's there's a positive and negative to that, right? You know I don't know how many times I've thought to myself like you know, I really wish I could have a different like have a connection with people, you know a face to face connection because our world had really gotten um so evolved with social media, right, and I you know you yeah. sit around with your family, everybody's on their phone or on or tablet or watching TV or whatever, you know, so I miss that social connection. And now, you know, so now we're very reliant on social media. So, and I know that we have a lot of new tools that you can actually see face-to-face, like there's FaceTime and Skype and, you know, uh, Zoom and things. You know, but I, I wonder, like, will we go back to having the direct connection that we've had in the past? So, you know, there is a little... You know, I, it would make me sad if I didn't have that person-to-person connection, right, in the future. So I think it's just going to be a transition. If we're in this transition, what do we need to be now? And, you know, in the future, you know, things will transition back. Everybody will have their preferences on how they want to interact, right? So that's mm-hmm. – and people have developed more so people of all generations will have more more abilities and more preferences, right, because people are being forced to learn and you know, step out of their comfort zone right now in this present moment to mm-hmm. interact and survive. So I mean it is it's a really interesting time. Just so interesting to to be here and to to be evolving and to be engaging in this whole process. Yeah. I know. Um,
0: I was on a Zoom call with one of my mentors and uh Katerina Rondo and she said that Zoom increased in members by a hundred thousand in one day. That's awesome. So, and for our listeners that don't know what Zoom is, Zoom is a way that you can have multiple people on a a video in a virtual video um, meeting room, and and so people are wanting to connect and see each other. Even though we can't be with each other, and we had um, we had this great, you know, collaboration mastermind type class, and there were people from the Bay Area, there were people from the East Coast, there were people from all over in this in this um, in this class, and that's one thing that technology gives us is that we can meet people we never would have met before. Yeah. Um, but I think, like you were saying, um, that, you know, families sitting around all on their phone. I think that um, the amount of time that we are going to have together with our families, those of us that have families, and I have eight people living in my home, so there are – there is definitely times where we're all on our devices and – um you know, in our own little space, because that is needed, right, when you're around the same people 24-7. But there have been opportunities that we've taken to come together as a family and have quality time together. Um, Now that we have a quantity of time, it's making time for that quality of time as well. And I hope that that continues after
1: all of this as well? Well, I think the one thing that um, is really powerful about this time, too, is that, you know, we have the ability to make it happen, right? So, And people are seeing that because people are taking the initiative to do lots of different things. So, you know, if it is something you enjoy having that family experience, like now is the perfect time to just keep reinforcing it and, you know, having games and, all kinds of stuff, and being creative. So that's that's amazing. I, I really think that's fun that you're doing that. Yeah, thank you. Doing family stuff. I think that's great. Especially with such a big mm-hmm. family, because the closeness that you build when you're younger really can carry you through a lifetime of connection, right? Yeah. At least that's when my yeah. sister also has eight children, so, or she has eight children, so she that, that's what I've seen through, through their activities.
0: But so great, yeah, yeah, thank you,
1: um Terry,
0: you are in a similar situation uh as Trish, where you live alone. How have you seen the present moment affect you in this time of
2: um, quarantine? Well, it's interesting, listening to you um i I really like. Uh, being alone, and uh, I'm getting a lot of practice at it right now, but I didn't have time. I didn't really have time to because my schedule was so hectic, and I had made a commitment to actually decrease the amount of work that I was doing by, um, I'm not going to do one of the jobs that I have next year, and just, just knowing that I was going to be through with that job was bringing me some peace of mind and some hope that I could get to the things that that I wanted to do. so this this uh, opportunity just took it from you know my calendar being full all day long to my calendar being empty in one day. so that was that was a very interesting phenomenon and at the first part I just I loved going through my my calendar and just crossing off you know no I don't don't do that can't do that won't do that you know that's not around anymore. And then just sitting there looking at my calendar, I mean, literally having it in front of me and thinking, Hmm, well, can I do now? I've got all this time. I wanted to have this time now. What can I do? So at first I started doing things like cleaning my house and cleaning out my office and going through drawers and, you know, doing things like that. And then I went through a period of sitting in my chair, watching TV all day. And so it's been very interesting to find some balance. So one of my greatest tools to help me stay focused and and keep my my purpose and my um my passion in front of me is to do a journal. So I do a gratitude and acknowledgment journal every day and so being able to stop and think, well, you know, what what is my intention and then was I able to follow through with that intention and for the day when I sit down to do my journal. So that's been really interesting and my in, intention is kind of become more specific every day as I've gone through this because this is going into the second week of actually not going anywhere uh, except to Mm -hmm. walk outside and go to the mailbox or whatever. So it's been very, very interesting and a a real time of reflection and also a time to really, you know, think about what I want to do with my life. And if I can do this, uh, successfully and I can navigate this landscape that's totally new then how am I going to take this experience into whenever it becomes the time where I'll be back doing my student teachers and my interns and going to student you know going to city council and doing all the things that I do what how is this going to affect my ability to say yes or to say no to what I want to do and how is this going to affect my um, my intention going forward so it's Yesterday I listened to a couple of of webinars uh, with our our coaching community, and that was very helpful to me to give me some focus on on that part of my my plan. And so just connecting through social media, which has always been something that I have I have uh, <laughs> neglected in some ways because I see my children oh, and again. my grandchildren sitting, you know, doing that. All they do is sit on their phones, and I'm always saying, "Oh my gosh!" But now I see the power in that. And as long as you don't get addicted, like I feel like my grandkids are addicted, but um, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what they're doing. Cause I see them on Facebook, they're playing games, they're having dress up days. They're doing a lot of fun things at home and the little, a little bit of schoolwork because the schoolwork is kind of interesting because I don't want the kids to be held accountable for it. So they're, they're kind of just playing around with schoolwork, but it's just interesting it's a it's a totally new experience, which I love that, and um just you know hoping that uh, hoping and praying that that we'll get through this and that the world will be different. It's kind of like I've seen several posts on Facebook about how when you have a he- challenge like this, it can totally change the direction of humanity, and I think if we can can actually Absolutely. be committed to you know, be committed to one another, we can change, we can totally change humanity in the way we go forward. Um, you know, I think, I think there's going to be an opportunity in this for us all to grow. I yeah, agree I with that. 100%. Go, ahead, go ahead. No, I was done. I was just I
0: agreeing was, with
1: her. I, I feel strongly that's going to happen.
0: yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is going to change. It's going to change a lot of things, I think, and the effects of it are going to reach um a lot farther than a, than the point when we get to go back to school or back to work and stores reopen, and um we're allowed to gather together. I think the effects are gonna last longer than than this time home I mean we're having a very well it would senior be. Well,
2: what would be really nice is once we we can have those personal face to face you know hand to hand hug to hug uh interactions again. I just think it's going to be even sweeter and we're going to value that and and it's like we're going to we're craving that, you know, that personal contact. Mm-hmm. Uh even when my kids come over or like Kelly's visiting me right now to give me some company, I I don't hug her. I don't, you know, we don't have that personal uh touch. Um, because we're just trying to keep the, you know, keep the space between us just to be safe. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, I think that I think all of us, that that need for human touch is one of our, our needs, and it's a Absolutely. human need. And so it's being, you know, it's it's been taken away from us for, a, you know, for a good degree. And when when we can have that again, I think it's going to be even more powerful in our connections.
1: I talked about mm-hmm. this on a a, webinar a couple, I guess two weeks ago, or no, I guess last week, last Tuesday, and we were talking about, you know, physical touch being part of your core need, and I was like, well, you know, would it be okay to go out and hug a tree? Like, if you needed that, <laughs> then you needed, and you needed a hug, and you needed some, you know, is that okay? And, uh, you know, because one of the things about nature is so grounding, and it's so, um mm-hmm. You know, it's such a great connection and people use it in a lot of different ways when they go out to nature. So, Hey, you know, if you need a hug, give a hug, you know, just give a tree a hug and see how that works. Yeah. Give a tree a hug. Know a lot of, <laughs> you know, well, I think. That have pets, know this would be,
2: this, yeah. This would be a time I might even want to have a pet, you know, because Yeah, I, you oh, can, absolutely. you know, I think that I don't have a pet, my choice is to not have a pet, but. I would at yeah. this point think, hmm, a little dog wouldn't be bad to put in my lap and be able to have that, you know, that that heartbeat and that breathing in and out and hearing that and feeling that in another, you know, another live thing, you know. So, yep. um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm not going to go get a pet. So <laughs> I can understand yeah, come on. That, that could be a good thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, I'm pretty lucky because, um, you know, we we still hug. So in my in my house, um, yeah. But so so yeah. But I think the thing that I'm going to be missing is that adult yes. conversation um, because I get very little of that already. Um, so my my husband is definitely going to feel the pressure of talking to me more. But um, I can be creative and connect more to get that. That adult conversation and adult time, um just like everybody else seems to be, but I was about to I was about to say that we have some big things going on in our country right now and and I just wonder how it's going to affect that those those things, like the presidential election that's that's you know going to be going on and um process and everything and how is this time right now going to affect that? Um, You know, and just other things that are going on, you know, uh, things that have been postponed, things that have been canceled, um, you know, these experiences that we haven't been able to have or these experiences that we have had because of this, right? It's just going to totally change our year um, and how we pictured it going, right? I mean, like all of us, you know had this goal, you know, January 1st, right? Or, you know, we spent this time, you know, picturing and setting goals and we're going to do this and this and this. And now some of those things may not be possible. And so, you know, I just, I think that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Right. And
1: how people react and how they accept the fact that, you know, some things might not happen. You know, that's all part of, well, you know, that phrase avoiding loss, right? No more avoiding loss. Now yeah. you're going to have to experience that because, you know, not everybody may react positively, but it's, you know, in this moment,
2: what can I do, right? You know, how can I do right?
1: well,
2: Yeah, I know so many yeah. young couples that were to get married. You know, they have their wedding plans. They had everything... Set for for this month or in April, and and the venues have canceled, uh, their caterers yeah. have canceled. They've had to either just get married with ten people in the room, or postpone their wedding indefinitely. You know, so I mean things yeah. like that that are really heart wrenching when you think about it. So it's uh, there there are really some some monumental uh, losses that people are experiencing due to the postponement of all all social act gatherings. You know, so again. How do you how do you approach that? Do you approach that with why did this happen to me or, or what can what can I do? How can I creatively, you know, get married and still have everybody be there? Well, you could have ten people there, your attendants, your parents, and it could be video it could be video streamed, you know. So there are ways to to get around that and then have the reception when all of this craziness stops, you know. So it's it's interesting how, how I've seen people reacting to that because. I don't know why I have a lot of friends whose kids are getting or getting married this month and in April, so anyway it's it's uh it's interesting because each of us has different experiences, different present moments, different losses, different uh opportunities but again, how do we respond? Do we respond or do we react and that's our choice. we have a choice every one of the circumstances that comes up is new we have a choice and how can we do that in a way that that opens up possibilities? That allows us to be in the present moment and to still nurture our soul through this through this process. Uh huh. Yeah. I
1: think Trish,
0: it's creativity. Um, when you mentioned that, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I was just going to ask you since we're we're getting uh, short on time, if there was a tool uh, that you wanted to share with our
1: audience tonight. Um, I think that my number one thing for, you know, staying in the present moment is is really using intention and mm-hmm. setting, I set daily intention, and then I really just try to remember that throughout the day. Um, you know, and I have a couple words that I've set for the year, just like you guys do, just trying to hold on to those to keep me focused on the things that are important to me. Um, and then I've I've also been learning more and more about mindfulness. I don't know whether you guys have done much with mindfulness, but... It's just a, a practice that allows you to, you know, pay attention to your breath and how your body's responding, and the things that you put in your mouth, and the, you know, how your body reacts to things, and it really helps me understand a little bit more how my body shows up in fear. But it also, it also keeps you in the present moment. Like all that work around mindfulness is all about living in the present moment. So that's been an interesting tool to to incorporate into the fearless living process, and just. You know, pay more attention to it because it's you know what's happening in my environment. what you know how can I connect more? You know, <laughs> you know what what's missing? What 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 I want? What what do I like? You know, and it's it's just really paying attention to the absolute things that are going on right now. So it's a it's a yeah. cool tool to to start learning about and to start practicing uh, so that you can be in the present moment more and more.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I I, my- I would. I was just gonna say we, we're out
0: of time. But... I'm sorry. <laughs> they're
2: going, they're uh, gonna cut us off. you already
0: told me fifty seconds. Pretty mm-hmm. much fearless. <laughs> no, we had a good we had a good we had a good conversation. I appreciate um, you both being here and, and sharing uh, everything that you shared. I uh, we wanna say uh, that all of this information is created by Rhonda Britton. And you can check out it at fearlessliving.org. And until next week, everybody, be fearless.
1: Have a great week, ladies. Be fearless, everyone.
0: Thank you. Be fearless.
1: Bye.